What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of the Pursuit of Destiny podcast. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., and we also have a guest today. But before I introduce them, all that good stuff, for those that are new to the podcast, this podcast is here to help you to live your best life and give you the keys and the tools and even some tricks on how to do so from your personal life to your spiritual growth to marriage to business or whatever components will help you to live life well we are here and we do some interviews right we interview people so their life can help you to live your best life and out of interviewing people and hearing their lives you're able to get the keys to overcome the things that you may be dealing with or to see another perspective to what you may come up against so that the things that come your way do not overcome you but you're able to overcome them so my brother my friend jt jay tovin javon mr thompson daddy brother friend the man with oh so many names also dj red tober okay a producer, a man of many talents, a man with many abilities. I'm going to try to get her back. My goal is to get her back. I'm reading things. I'm praying and all those things to the point of realization that, no, this is not going to be. And now you're saying you were at a point of depression and such. Right. Yeah. And it, it just it spiraled because at this mm. at this moment, um, I'm, I'm with the kids for majority of the time. Yeah. Um, and so imagine just <laughs> raising, raising a four. Two, like two year olds, mm. three year olds, and a four year old. Like it's, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot mm-hmm. taking them to and from daycare, making sure they get changed, fed. Mm. Like, um, it was, it was definitely a lot. And then working at a job that literally is, is, I was working at Geico at the time. Mm. Uh, no shade to Geico as a organization. Uh, I do. I always appreciate them for providing for my family. I think mm-hmm. they, they did have, they had great benefits. I don't know how it is nowadays, but mm-hmm, <laughs> they mm-hmm. had great benefits and incentives to keep you there. Nice. Uh, but the job itself, I just knew it wasn't, it wasn't for, it wasn't me. It wasn't. Gotcha. Me. And it was a customer service job. So I'm on the phone all day. Mm. Uh, even with switching positions is like, nah, man, like this is, I can, I can feel myself wanting to do more mm. uh, but because of my current situation and me looking at my finances is like I, well, I gotta I gotta do this for this and I got these Correct. Skills, I gotta do what I gotta do mm-hmm. uh, and at the time which man this is crazy how just God makes things happen in terms mm-hmm. of like even the interaction I had yesterday <laughs> mm. uh, I was talking to the the, the 18 year old mm-hmm. um, and I told him about just you know, being self-sufficient, uh, sometimes it can be a good thing, like having that hustle mentality. It can be, it can be a great thing, but it can also hinder your relationship with God because at that yeah. point, you're no longer trusting in on God. You're, you mm-hmm. are leaning on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. God is saying, no, you're supposed to lean on my understanding. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and so during that season of my life, I was drifting away mm. from God where mm-hmm. my attendance at church was every now and then I went and tried different churches just to see if mm. like, uh, maybe that caught, catch a spark that didn't do nothing. Mm. And so I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm mm. and this was, this had to be for a good, I'm going to say a good two, 
two years or so. Wow. Uh, now let me ask that. this. Even within that time period, did you ever blame God for the separation? No, I never blame God. Right. Uh, I And so I would say that goes back to my foundation. No, mm-hmm. God didn't create the situation. Yeah. Like there were human willpower that created mm-hmm. the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't blame God for any of it. But I still felt where I was like, I don't know why I'm still here. Like this mm. is way too much for me to bear. Okay. Okay. And and you know, as you as you realize, it's never your cross to bear. Like it was, yeah, it was yeah. never your it's never your burden to bear. Um and so what saved me, uh, which this this sometimes get me emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, what really saved me was uh my brother Sean mm. he calls me out of the blue. Mm. I can remember I I can remember this moment because like literally maybe a month prior um we went on a family vacation in Orlando. Mm. Uh fun. It was good time. It was my parents, my sisters, my niece, my nephew. Um and so we had we had a good time with with all the kids mm-hmm. and everything. Uh it was a good time, but I I can tell I wasn't there. Uh when I when I tell you now <laughs> when I tell you your boy made sure he had his his green pack with him all the gotcha. time. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. That's where you was at. I had made sure, and it was like, nah, man. I went out to the little pool area before anybody woke up. After everybody mm-hmm. went in the bed, I mean, at the time, my parents knew. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't like ridicule me or anything like that. But they knew. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I mean, it has I a mean, scent. It has a scent, right? <laughs> and so you, if you know the scent, then you know what happened. You know, right? Uh, even though I was very on my, I, it was, it, it's a funny transition into gotcha. this. No, I'm, I'm gonna get back to it. But mm-hmm. uh, this is good. I, I, I I'm, uh, I'm big on like, you know, you do what you do, but don't, don't be smelling like it. Like, you, there's mm. ways around it, not smelling <laughs> like it. Like that's probably like one of my biggest pet peeves with a lot of gotcha. young dudes right now. Mm-hmm. That hey man, you live your life. I I, I did it too, man. I understand mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh no, just don't allow that to be your crunch. Like mm-hmm. people say weed ain't addictive. It depends on how you're using it. If you're mm-hmm. using it to solve your problems, then yeah, because you're gonna always have problems. Problems gonna always occur. <laughs> Facts. Um, and so yeah, I had a we had a running joke about like just kids. Kids nowadays, which I can gosh, say kids now. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> make me feel. <laughs> Look at you now. Uh, how they they just be they be loud, mm. loud. I'm like, nah, man. That's not how to. That's not. You gotta know how to work incognito. <laughs> taper like, that down. Taper that down. Taper play ball. But I guess that was just my mindset because I was mm-hmm. a father of four and just mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm not gonna let everybody know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, during that moment, I was heavy on it, heavy on drinking as well. Mm. And like I was, I was an alcoholic mm. that by the grace of God, I never had to go take an AA class. Like I didn't wow. have to go through all of that. Mm-hmm. And at the core of it, I was definitely an alcoholic, man. Gotcha. Waking, up, waking up drinking, mm. going to bed drinking, going to wow. bed smoking. Like it, it was, it was a lot. Like it, mm. all of it, I felt just super low. One, because I was so far from the church. Mm. in my current lifestyle and this is somebody that's been rooted in the church mm. growing up mm. i was so far from it 
that mm. everything just was like this was the only way to like really piece me Cold. out. Of course, wow. And I'm uh, I'm raising kids. Mm-hmm. Um, toddlers doing toddler things, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and being really exhausted from work. So every aspect of my life seemed so out of out of whack. Mm. Uh, and so I was that's how I was doing. I was self medicating. Mm. And it's cool, right? Because the beautiful thing about God is, to your point of people being church hurt, oftentimes people don't come to God or don't allow for God to be in their lives because they feel like God is going to make them do a bunch of things that they don't want to do or give them a list of things to make them have a boring life. Well, no, like you're a prime example of how through God, you don't look like what you've been through or you don't look like what you've been like right and yeah. the things that you stop doing are because of the realization that no this is not what I should be doing this isn't beneficial to me it doesn't promote anything positive for my life and so let me yeah. make these changes to better live a life that I'm proud of that I want my kids to model that I want others to see and you don't I would have never known right <laughs> uh, not that I'll, I could tell what everybody has been through in life but I would have never known even if it was just a two-year gap or two or three-year gap that you may have considered yourself right what you did and and what you said you know um and yeah. done the things that you've done because of God the God in you now that yeah. has elevated you to the person that you are today which is a beautiful thing and even to come out of the separation to go through the divorce to be raising these kids like you said toddlers doing toddler things and so forth and so on to then be able to be able to be used by God right in a sense where I have been around you in a sense where I know that you've sent a calling you sense a push and a direction like what was that like to just come from the tail end of what you've been through, the yeah. separation from God, the going to different churches, thinking that would help you, that would benefit you to self-medicating to then getting your life back together, right? Um, oh, before I get to that question, what was the conversation like with Sean? You said Sean called you. Um, that was a pivotal yeah. point to the change. So talk about yes. Paul and then talk about the call from God. Yeah, so the the conversation with Sean was very it was interesting because all it consisted of really he was like, "Hey man, what's up, JT?" Um, he's like, "Look, um, I know uh, David at the time was our lighting technician, and he was mm-hmm. like, David's getting ready to transition, mm-hmm. uh, and so we need a lighting tech." And I was like, oh, "Okay," I said, are "You gonna are we paying or is this for mm-hmm. free?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like, I don't know if I'm gonna do it for free, but you know, if we pay, then all right. He's like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you in with the church to mm-hmm. go ahead and pay. So in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, cool, I'm gonna just come in. I'm gonna still do what I what I do. It's only mm-hmm. part time. I mean, I gotta mm-hmm. pay on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Cool. I can't do Wednesdays because I'm on work schedule. Okay. Um, and then you know, I start doing. It. I mean, lighting was a was a passion of mine prior yeah. to even getting married. Um, mm-hmm. and so. I've always had that in me. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and even, let me say this, because it wasn't said, but to make sure everybody knows, Sean is a member of Revealing Truth, which is the yes. church that JT grew up in. And Sean's making this phone call to JT about coming back 
to revealing truth again the church that he grew up in to do lighting so just making sure we all had the same yes. story <laughs> uh boom shakalaka and so like you but said yeah, it's always it, been a passion yeah so it's all it has always been a passion so i was like all right cool i i came back i started doing it um and it's just funny how god works like yep in my mind i was i'm only here to just do this so i can collect the check mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Wow. but at the same time it was nah god is like imparting in this word imparting mm-hmm. in this little seeds little seeds here and there here and there to where uh i think that was back that was 2019 at the end mm. of 2019 which i can remember this day on point because it mm-hmm. i mean everybody would know the day it's new year's eve new year's <laughs> eve guy hits me like i want you to quit geico and i want you to serve under sean mm. I'm like, my, my knee <laughs> like you gotta be <laughs> You gotta be crazy uh and this was only from i started working in september mm. to december like so it, it was a short it was a short mm-hmm. span a time mm-hmm. where like god was really doing some new things in me um really restoring me like that was i, I feel like that was my restoration moment nice uh, but not knowing that 2020 uh 2019 new year's eve god tells me to quit cool all right bet i quit January comes around. I'm like, ooh, this gets tough. This is getting real tough. Uh, and I'm like, all right, cool. I, you know, I'm gonna start doing other things because I'm gonna I'm gonna try to figure out a way I can be able to still serve Sean mm-hmm. and then um and then be able to still provide for the family. Mm-hmm. Then you know, God God really provided. Um, uh, thank thankfully, money that I had saved up really helped me, which who would have known that 2020 would have brought a whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so everything shut down. So even when I was trying to work at places, I kept getting uh, uh, pretty much a door closed in my face, even though I was mm. more than able qualified. Mm. Um, one, one in particular that really like kind of hurt me at first until I understood where God was doing was I was trying to get back at Bush Garden. Like, I, you know, it's been, mm. it's been a, a uh, few years or mm-hmm. so, it's been about like five or six years. I like, I'm still in good with the managers and all mm. that. Like, I live on great terms. Um, and then, like, even when we had the interview, it wasn't even an interview, it was a conversation. We were just talking, like, yeah, yeah. so, and then I'm gonna make you like this, and this way you can hide this pay. I'm like, oh, bet. I'm like, man, I got this job. Yeah. back. Wow. Like, what is happening? Um, but during that moment, during that season where God told me to serve Sean, it was also, it was for me to hear serving Sean, but it was really for me to know to serve God again and mm. to be able to start to trust in God again. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and then from there, I think that's where I started to see uh, a shift because when I was a teen, I did mm-hmm. have a desire to work at the church. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I had a desire to work at the church. I didn't know wow. in what shape or fashion, uh, but it was always a desire. Um, but then life started life in and mm-hmm. you know, that desire didn't really, that desire, it was a desire, but it wasn't really a, oh man, it was, it was weird. It was a desire, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really there. Um, uh, Oh man, thank you, God, for bringing this back up. Man, it's crazy 
Pastor Brian is so phenomenal and his True. way of working relationships. Mm. I remember sitting at one of my closest friends, Daniel George. I remember being in the reception at that wedding. Mm-hmm. Pastor Brian asks me, hey, you still want to work for the church? This is literally had to be, I'm going to say at least four years prior to me even coming back as a fighting wow. And so like... <laughs> It, it it's just crazy how like wow. God will remind you of those things, and mm-hmm. then um talking about going into our pur- the purpose part and yeah where that led me into my purpose again Pastor Brian um man I didn't even remember this until he brought it back up but I had mm. wrote him back in 2017 mm. everything was kind of going crazy uh in regards to my marriage and all that I mm-hmm. I, I told him I was like. Like I think I'm, I think I'm called to like to teach. Wow! Like this is me after me seeing Pastor Brian step out and him flourish mm-hmm. and do it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm like called to teach. Uh, it's it's been something that I've done when I was in youth. Uh, taught a, a couple of sermons in youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he brought that back up like three years ago. He's like, you remember wow. back then you said you was called to teach, and then mm-hmm. now it's like. What is teaching? Like God is opening my my scope of like what does that even mean? Like, mm. um, and hold on, hold on, before you jump into that, <laughs> what does even that mean? Just to even make sure we're all tracking what's been said in the sense of having these relationships when you were younger, uh, coming in contact with the church and birthing out that desire of music and producing, thanks to Pastor Brian starting Sound Right and yeah. even going through life and relationships, right? But then going through life and through your relationship with Daniel, your close friend that you probably met at the church, uh, yep. Pastor Brian then comes there and talks about you working at the church and then years have gone by you still having that relationship with pastor brian and message him in the midst of your um, relationship being what it was and pastor brian not being the pastor then well no yeah he was he was he was coming into it he was coming into yeah he was coming into being the pastor of the church back then but you sent in the message why because you already had the relationship that was built back then thanks to your parents joining the church that kept youth in mind so you just being built up and girded up within the great and solid foundation of church ministry and relationships and now boom you're here and now it's like okay i I, the the platform that i might even thought like not saying i wanted to in my mind i don't even want to be like a pastor or anything Mm -hmm. like that i wasn't even thinking about that um i mean i do like i just like i like teaching uh-huh. Um, which is very interesting because I don't find myself as a communicator. I'm usually quiet. Correct. So like, <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I don't really find myself as a communicator, but mm. it's like going definitely this year has been a journey of just moments of communication. And nice. I think, um, was it, I don't can't remember exactly where there was 2020 or 2021 where we started mm. to do our night of worships and um mm. here at the, at the ministry mm-hmm. and i had moments during those times to be able to speak yep um and i was like wow like no god you literally saying this is what you were called to do yeah um, wow and then uh even now being able to mentorship youth or being able to mentorship my my team 
Um, typically, mm-hmm. I'm like the youngest one of most of the teams that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so mm-hmm. sometimes it can feel intimidating because it's like, yeah. what knowledge do I have to give mm-hmm. y'all mm-hmm. Uh, that y'all probably should already know? But it's, it's like, no, man, it's the Holy Spirit working through me. There it um, is. And even to right now where I, this year, I, I wrote down, I said, this is my life's goal. My life's goal is to be a light to those that in that are in the dark. And I said, God, wow. however you see fit to use me mm. and make me a vessel for you uh, to accomplish that, that's all I want. Mm. Like, and so now I'm understanding why God has given me so many different gifts mm-hmm. um, and being able to put me into the places that I am, the mm-hmm. gift of being technical, savvy, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to have the gift of communication and teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's even now to where right now what we're doing at, uh, we have an organization here at Revealing Truth Ministries called Creative yeah. Collective, mm-hmm. where we are, where we have multiple different artists from different mediums uh, coming together to create um, under one message, which that is Jesus. Uh, mm. But it's all different types of mediums and all different artists from different types of walks of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're all coming together for that for that central goal. And on Mondays right now, we've been working on a project. Um, but outside of that, we have we have moments before we even do our project. Uh, yeah. Before we go off into our sessions, we have worship and moments. And I've been able to talk during those moments. I've just been having nice. creative talks during that moment. Nice. Uh, and I'm like, dang God, like you really are showing, showing who you have called me to be mm. in the non-traditional way. Mm. Like if I would have said, oh man, I think I want to preach. Like the immediate thing is you see me on a pit, on a pit pool. Mm-hmm. How do you say that? Pool pit. Pool pit. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. See, it ain't even for you. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't it, that's it not even where your mind's at. That's not even where your mind at. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you, you would think like if you said, oh no, man, I, I teach the gospel. People would be like, mm-hmm. oh, you must be preaching on a stage or something like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, no, like that's not that's not even the case. I'm not even. It, it's more than that. It's being able to mm-hmm. get to the spaces where a preacher can't. And nice. um, I think that's that's really where my where I've been so far. And it's mm-hmm. like, God, you really transformed my life and given me, allowing me to have a testimony that's so authentic mm. that people can gravitate to mm. that can understand from um, knowing that they're not alone. Like a lot of people would be like, Oh man, you got divorced, man. That's crazy. Like there's so many church church folk that mm-hmm. will ridicule you for getting divorced. Mm. Um, but I'm so grateful for our RTM family that mm-hmm. never, I not once did I felt bad for, my relationship ending yeah. because of people. Now I might've yeah. felt bad for myself, mm. but it wasn't because of the people that was surrounding me. Mm. Uh, and I, I think that God has just really blessed me mm-hmm. to be able to just share my moments, my, my hiccups to mm-hmm. now people that are allowed to just to flourish. I, I literally told my, my, my guy uh, the other, uh, yesterday, I said, man, you're 18. You don't have to have everything figured out. But all I all I tell you to do in this moment is to get a good relationship with God. Mm. You're going to direct everything else. But that mm-hmm. is most important as an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. 
your plans will come. It, you'll figure stuff out, but mm-hmm. get your relationship with God because that's what's going to propel you. Yeah. That's what's going to take you. That's what's going to hold you down. When everybody else seems to fail you, that's what's going to hold you down is your relationship mm-hmm. with God. Mm, now that's good. And so even with that, right, uh, last questions, what would you say is or was the key to you not only hearing what God said, but obeying what God said about your calling? So I, I would say it has to be the surrounding that I was mm, in. Okay. Um, being able to actually voice it to somebody else I know mm-hmm. a lot of people want to internalize their purpose, uh, but you have to have people that you are comfortable with mm. that are allowed to speak on your purpose. Because not everybody is allowed to speak towards your purpose. Nice. Um, I, I feel like we might voice it out to too many people, but you have to. Uh, thankfully, I was able to cultivate a relationship with like a Pastor Brian, mm-hmm. to where when I voiced that, he didn't say, "Oh, nah, I don't see that." Mm-hmm. Uh, or I was also able to give the platforms to be able to do so with a pastor mm-hmm. team, where mm-hmm. I was able to discover it at a young age. Thankfully, I was able to discover me. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's listening. I think listening is obviously just one half of it. It is that that do, mm-hmm. um, and it's understanding timing. I think mm-hmm. that's the other part where the do is important. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that you don't have a plan in motion. Um, even with me just teaching at the surface level of saying, oh, I think I want to teach. I never actually had an opportunity to teach outside of like you uh, until like 2020. Like that's three mm-hmm. years after I told uh, Pastor Brian I wanted to teach. Mm-hmm. It was three years later where I was able to teach virtually to our youth, to our actual yep. um, youth group. Yep. But in the meantime, I was still doing work, which was mm. I was still studying. I was even what was crazy. This is going to sound crazy. Some Christians might ridicule me, whatever. Man, even in my most high moments mm-hmm. or intoxicated moments, I mm-hmm. would still find myself reading the Bible. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like no, it's, <laughs> it's not far fetched. I've done it, too. I've been there, done that, too, especially after drinking a couple drinks. It is like. No, nah, I man, I'm just I've trying to get deeper. Like, <laughs> like, right. It just, it just, because it's what's in you. Yeah. Even in the midst of what you're doing, what's in you is going to come out. And coming yeah. into the word, that's what was in you. And so I think preparation, which I've, I've heard this a million times, which I find very true. Preparation meets opportunity. Mm. Like, you got to prepare nice. Nice. when the opportunity comes. Mm-hmm. And, and I was able to, I got notes of just, sermon titles or sermon thoughts or just random things that God would just pardon me. And it's like, okay, in this season of prepping, that's what I'm doing. And now I'm able to get into a season of opportunity mm-hmm. and it's even growing from there. And it's, so it's understanding your preparation season for your yep. purpose. And then the opportunity will come. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's acting on the preparation season. Nice. That's where your obedience come in. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You said I need to prepare. Uh, you told me I need to be a fashion designer. I need to take over the fashion world. Well, it may not be. God is saying the first thing he going to have the opportunity for you to do is to be in a fashion show, LA mm-hmm. times, like yeah. showing big lights. Oh no, it may be. I need you to, I need you to go here at this 
uh, boutique. I need you mm-hmm. to work under this boutique because mm-hmm. I need you to learn in this season. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's being okay with taking that opportunity in, in your season of preparation before mm. you actually be able to do everything that God has called you to do. Mm. That's good. That's good. I love that. And even for the people that might have or may have find themselves like you, like you talked about, in the midst of your divorce, you did not or you weren't around people who were condemning you. However, there were moments where you may have self-condemned yourself. How would you help them to overcome that self-condemnation that may come on due to the different things that they might have found themselves doing? So for me, I I looked into, um, literally, I had to reflect myself as God sees. Like, that was the nice. only way. I, I won't even sugarcoat. I wish I can give, like, elaborate, full-on, mm-hmm. like, That's this, good. these are the steps. Honestly, the only way you're going to truly value yourself is if you see the value that God has for you. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I started looking and I, that's how I look. The first, the first message that I taught after going through all of that, yeah. the first message I taught to the youth was flawed but chosen. Wow. And it's understanding the flaws that God <laughs> that, that that we have uh, as humans that we're gonna make mistakes, but it doesn't separate us from the right standing that God has called us to be. Mm. We are righteous. If you're a believer, you are righteous and you are in mm. right standing with God and he has called you for a purpose. Mm. You, don't know, you don't know when that time is going to be where you need to walk out what you need to walk out, but don't allow your flaws to dictate your actions to be mm. able to walk out. And uh, man, if, if I'm, I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull out just a, a, a part of that. Cause okay. I, I felt like it was, it was, it was for me. It was for nice. me. I was able to, talk to them but it was it was for it was for me um mm. and uh let's see where was this man um one thing one thing god told told me is that uh we have to have a purposeful mind mm. thinking and operating based on your purpose and not on your abilities mm. and so it is for me it is I'm not the communicator. I am the, mm-hmm. the introvert. Mm-hmm. I am the the quiet one. And it's like, God, how how are you calling me to to talk to people when mm-hmm. I don't naturally talk to people? Because mm-hmm. like, if you if you're acting out of your natural, they won't be able to see my glory because it's through you, it's through your flaws that I'm able to reflect my glory. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's taking your flaws. And like, oh man, he can actually do this. Nah, I can't. But because of God, I can. Mm. And it's through those flaws. So embrace your embrace your flaws. Embrace those imperfections that you have. Embrace yeah. the the moments where you felt like you slipped up or whatever. God can use that. He is going to use that. He's going to mm. use that to access. Um, he said, <laughs> uh, if you take a look into the Bible and a lot of the predominant people that we look at like for me david i i felt so close to david okay uh because for me i I grew up in a church so i felt like i had the heart um of david okay but just like david made a lot of mistakes god still used them after each mistake god still Mm -hmm. used them and david was 
I would say humble enough. Mm. And I think this is the part you got to be humble enough to admit your flaws, admit mm. and allow God to work through it. Mm -hmm. uh, because our flaws, this is why this is why I wrote your flaw doesn't disqualify you. They actually qualify you even more because they are the portals through which God's power, uh, through God's power, love and grace can spread across your life and put him on display. Wow. So it's, it's it's through the portal. Like it, nice. in my mind, it's like in Bombay, in Bombay, like that 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 scene on Endgame where everybody uh, was just coming uh, through. Um it, it that's how I see God's mm. uh, that's how I see the portals of like this is the flaws that we have, but God's yeah. love is still reigning, his power is still reigning, he's still mm. be able to do the things. And our goal is to be able to win souls for others. And it's like mm. embracing your flaws and not putting so much condemnation on yourself is nice. only going to help you be able to tell your story even more. And it's a story of victory. Yeah. Know that your story ends with victory. Wow. And that, that's the most important part is like mm. you, don't have, you don't have a story of this is the end. Mm -hmm. if, if you're still breathing, it's not the end. It's not the it's, end. It's not the end. And so you have a story of victory. God has promised us victory to each and every one of us if we believe. Yeah. It. And yeah. it's it's our part to allow what we go through to allow others to see that. Mm. Uh, don't hold it, don't hold it in. Don't hold it in. Embrace mm. it. Embrace it. Wow, wow. That's good. That's good. And even my last point was, was there any encouraging words that you would have for anybody? However, you've been dropping <laughs> encouraging gems, encouraging keys throughout this here podcast. But I mean, I'm gonna still ask the question because it is written down. But is there anything else that wasn't touched on that maybe you believe during this talk that, you know, you feel like, man, I want to make sure somebody is encouraged in this space. or I want to make sure somebody really gets this point or really has an understanding of what I meant or what I said about a thing that will help them to live their life better. Yeah, I, I would say. Don't don't be don't limit God mm. on what your purpose is okay. uh, and, and what I mean by that is don't make it so one directional where if you say my purpose is to be in fashion or to be exactly a fashion designer at that point you're limiting God on what he can do mm. be an open vessel be yeah. an open vessel mm. um, he may allow to use that gift um and that's oh man that's a good one mm. don't <laughs> don't confuse your gifts for your purpose nice while nice. my while i have my gifts of being on being a great technical person i have my gift of music i have uh my gift of just um being an encourager my purpose is to shine light to those that are in the dark like mm. that is my purpose mm -hmm. and i'm going to allow him to use my gifts to be able to fulfill that purpose mm -hmm. and so don't be so one-dimensional don't think that you only have one gift that's 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 been the thing that god has been putting in my heart is that god is a multi-faceted god mm -hmm. that means he has made us if we are made in his image he has made yep. us multi-faceted yeah 
Yeah. And that means he can use you in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Only way you're going to discover the multiple ways is to get close to him. Mm, well said well said well said well done kind sir and so the funny thing is though we talked through his life we didn't even talk about all the components of his life from him being a (laughs) dj and when that started and him even working at bush gardens which he did before not even talk about what he did there however the things that we did talk about i believe will be informative and beneficial for those that listen and truly hear what he did say truly hear what was said and uh, you may have to go back right go back and hear what he did say because it's all impactful and built on each other that was the beautiful thing about it it built on itself to recognize how the foundation of life, the foundation of your journey will be what is seen as your journey is continued. And so the beautiful thing about JT is he started on the foundation of a church family that was heavily impacted on the youth. And through that, relationships were built, through that, experiences were had, through that, um, a spouse was found, children were born, and even beyond that, he's still there at that same church, right, with those same people, (laughs) though church members come and go, however, the core is still around in a sense where he's able to now be a beacon of light um, in the midst of darkness, speaking first to the youth group whom he was a yeah. youth when he was at the church. So it's just full circle in that full respect. <laughs> and uh, even now doing music at the church and so many different things, right? But all that to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, JT, for sharing your story um, and even being a light for those who will come in contact with your journey, with your story. But then even beyond this, we'll come in contact with you right and in the midst of what rtm is doing through collect creative collective and um just being with the creatives in the tampa bay area first and then beyond like you know get in contact with them speaking of how do people get in contact with you to either come in contact with your music your social media the groups that you're leading and that you're a part of what are the ways that they can get in contact with you uh i would say the best thing is hit me on instagram uh i i definitely I will respond okay, <laughs> on Instagram. Okay. It's uh, Redtober. That's my there producer DJ name, Redtober. Oh, it'll be in the description. Um, and um, okay, perfect. Then I don't have to even uh-huh. spell it out, but I'll spell <laughs> it out. It's R-E-D-D-T-O-B-E-R. There it oh. is. Two Ds. Make sure you make sure you put respect on it. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hit me up on, on, on Instagram. Um, That's actually my handle for everything. Mm. Um. Call it Twitter if I call it X. I don't know what that is. Anymore. Right, we're, we're still working threads. on it. He's working on it. We're I don't, I don't working know on threads it. Threads even have an instant. I don't know. Tw- that's why I said Instagram. Instagram mm-hmm. has been faithful. There it is. There <laughs> it is. And continuous and all it's doing. No, I love that. And last question. I'm asking this question. Um, ten years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, uh, where do you believe you will be in life? Oh man. Well. <laughs> This has to be one of the hardest questions I ever add, uh, have to answer, mm. uh, which is so funny. I literally told the guy yesterday that I was, that I was speaking to, I said, I can never really truly answer a five or a 10 year mm. plan because the season I'm in with my life right now is I'm literally leaning in on God to show is. me the next. Like, I, I have no that. plans because 
when I did plan, I'm looking at five years from now, mm-hmm. right now, and I'm like, this is not what I had planned. There it is. So clearly my plan ain't sufficient. I love and so it. So I'm literally in the season where I'm like, God, show me. Mm. And so I'm excited to see my children five, 10 yes. years from now. Yes. That's going to be fun. Yes. That is definitely going to be fun. I can answer I that. You know, uh, <laughs> my, my, son, my son five years from now will be a 15 year old. Uh, uh, <laughs> trying to get a permit. My girl. Right, my, trying to get a permit, so that's that's gonna be fun. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing I do see, uh, spouse. Nice, nice. I dropped that in there. That's beautiful. We heard it. <laughs> we ain't even talking about that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about that, but that's that's nice. You might be watching. Oh, <laughs> I love that. No, that's dope. That's dope, man. I love that answer. Um, and I believe that the authenticity authenticity of that answer was shown through what you said so beautiful 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 there's no right or wrong answer to it however what we will get the ability to do is five to ten years from now after hearing this episode is to be able to see where is jt in 2028 and how has god continued to use him um, from being that person that will shine light in the midst of darkness or be a light for people that may find themselves in a dark space and a place. So again, thank you, kind sir, for all that are tuning in. Make sure y'all yes. lock in, stay tuned in because other interviews such as this will be on this here podcast to not only show you a beacon of light, but also show how whatever you're going through, you can overcome it, you can get through it, and there is victory on on the end just as JT yes. says so until next time great people I love you all peace, peace. Da-da-da.